Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. So, um, if you don't mind me doing this intro, not at all. You always. The do. reason I'm excited for this podcast specifically, we tried to line us up a few times in the past, uh, but it's really good that we got it today, because we are currently in this part of Canada, in New Brunswick. We're we're kind of in a in a, a place where there's a, a real weight of negative storytelling happening in this province right now. Um, you know, the McLean's article came out recently uh, that was really, you know, it, it painted a pretty bleak picture. We've had some really uh, challenging employment numbers come out lately. Um, Just for the listeners that might not be familiar with, you know, the Canadian culture and stuff, maybe you can give them a bit of background on McLean's. Oh, well, McLean's is a national magazine, and uh, they came to do a piece on how uh, New Brunswick is uh, pretty much hopeless in the future. And I had the last paragraph. I said, uh, it's kind of a nice place, but, you know, whatever. Um, so then. Then uh, uh, the the folks at Huddle.tv today, who are sitting with us right now, wrote a response to it, and I want to talk about how you guys have embraced storytelling in the positive sense, especially in an environment that is so like everybody. It's almost like people want negative. So uh, yeah, if we can introduce both of you guys uh, individually uh, on your own, let's start with you, Lisa, and then we'll launch into this great topic. Okay, uh, introduce me as in what do I say? What do you uh, want to know? Well, who, who the heck am I? Yeah, I talk right <laughs> to that beautiful little microphone. Um, well, I am a designer and and um, creative director at uh, Bonfire Stories, and I've been telling the visual story for. Uh, over 20 years now, not to give my age away, but, uh, and, you know, Alan and I partnered up and Alan's very strategic and, and tells kind of the written story. Uh, so together we, we found kind of a synergy there and, and we're able to tell, you know, a stronger story for companies. Um, and as we kind of progress through what we do in our day job, we discovered that there was this missing voice and missing opportunity for New Brunswick to continue telling that story outside of our tiny little circles, our tiny little tribes of people. Outside of that, people were not necessarily hearing it. Okay, so Lisa, thanks for the introduction. I know how much you love talking about yourself. Love it. <laughs> and there's um, no way she's been doing this for, tw- for, for 20 years. There's no she's way. Like, she's like, she, she's exactly. 26 years old. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, no, but, and, and you, part of what you described was uh, the synergy, the both of you guys getting together, collaborating uh, with Bonfire. And then, and then I, th- and then I think what I understand, and tell me if this is correct, and maybe Alan can ask the question. That led to Huddle. Is that what? Is that what you guys saw? Like maybe you can tell us about that progression, and, yeah, and then and a little bit about you, because that's probably your favorite question too, Alan. Yeah. Well, I'll just say Lisa does kind of pictures, and I do words, uh, and that's kind of how we balance each other off in, nice. in our work for kind of our corporate clients. Yeah. But as we worked with those clients, and we worked with a lot of startups and innovators in New Brunswick and in the Maritimes, we realized those stories aren't being told, right? The, the, the mainstream media isn't telling any positive stories, as we saw with McLean's. It's very easy to write a negative story about New Brunswick today. It's easy to find the negatives, but there are some positives. Mm-hmm. It's not all dour. It's not all dim and gloom and doom. So we were kind of frustrated. Uh, we were actually pissed off because there was no good stories being told, uh, only negative ones. So instead of complaining about it, we said, well, let's, let's see if we can do something about it. So we decided to launch Huddle as a kind of a positive business uh, news 
uh, outlet for New Brunswick and for the Maritime. So not cheerleading, and which is a big distinction for us because there's enough of that kind of economic development cheerleading going around in the Maritimes for the last 50 years, and it doesn't really achieve anything. To us, it's you know the first rule of journalism, show, don't tell. So we're showing the people that are achieving things, showing people that are getting stuff done, and that's kind of the genesis of Huddle. Nice. And and has actually, you know, your response to the McLean's article, which I read, um, and I actually use that as an example at the NBIF had a um, the R3 gala, and then before they had a workshop, um, a bunch, series of workshops, and I delivered one around leadership culture. And I brought up this that, that article, McLean's, and I said, you know, this this is a great response from Huddle, and some people had heard of it. And then I thought the gala itself was another great response to it, right? But, you know, it clearly was balanced, I thought, I thought your response, and uh, in terms of not cheerleading. That's, it's interesting. I never thought of it like that until just now. Um, but what, what has, you know, speaking of responses to an article, but what have you been hearing from your audience? Like, what have people been sharing with you? Well, I think the McLean's thing went over well. I think, you know, people want someone to defend the province too. And I don't think we have a lot of defenders in this province. Uh, and I think we're our own worst enemy in a lot of ways. I think, you know, you go into any Tim Hortons in New Brunswick and you'll find a group of people happy to bitch about things uh, and complain about things. But there's also a lot of people that feel very strongly about the potential of the province mm-hmm. and people that are getting things done. And I felt they, I think with the McLean's piece, they saw that we were kind of champions for that side of the story. It doesn't mean it's all good or it's all happy talk because yeah. it isn't. Um, but the reality is that there are some good things happening here and we're lucky to live in New Brunswick and we shouldn't be so down on it. And I um, also just want to you, uh, Lisa, when people like the media comes to me, maybe it's because like the, the McLean's article guy says, I'm usually have a beard and a smile on my face and all that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> People look at me and say, oh, you're kind of naive being so optimistic. But I'm not trying to just tell positive stories. I want to talk about solutions all the time. Do you guys have people saying, well, why why be so optimistic and that's naive and all this sort of thing? And if so, how do you defend defend that in a good way? Well, I don't think we've had to defend it. I, I just don't I don't think there's been a voice for business in New Brunswick. Uh, so it's a new thing and people are really um, interested. Um, we have huge amount of numbers that just keep increasing, which we're pleasantly surprised. I mean, Alan and I started this. It's all of it are all out of our pocket. We don't have any funders. We, you know, this is our love, our passion. We love living here. And, and uh, like Alan said, we were kind of sick and tired and a bit pissed off about <laughs> hearing nothing like crickets. And, uh, you know, if we're not hearing anything within the province, damn well be assured no one outside the province is hearing about us either. So it has, you know, double kind of use I see. Uh, So up to now, no one has really, I guess, back to your original question, um, I forget what the original question was. I I, I find that in this place, because the circles that we're in are incredibly positive, optimistic, solutions-based people who typically... Don't mind sharing positive stories, but then you you get some more of the people who are on a little bit on the outside, and they're they're like, oh, you don't know the other side of the story. Why why would you be such an optimist well, and all this? I'd say that's part of another part of the reason why Huddle was born because I don't think people even knew there was stuff going on that there were so many doers in this province, and uh, so I, I think people are pleasantly surprised to to discover that. Um, that it's it, things are happening, so yeah, we haven't I think, really. Yeah. I think people had a really, or, or you know, the, as a province, we have a kind of simplistic view of the economy, that it's all wrapped around mills and mines and natural resources, and and that's it. 
uh, when the reality is the economy of tomorrow or even of today is a bunch of small, innovative companies doing lots of cool things. And there are some of those here, and we weren't seeing that. So our philosophy with Huddle has been that business is a good thing. It doesn't mean that greed is good necessarily. It means that business can be a positive force in our society. So we see that there's you know been some resistance to that historically in New Brunswick, right? There's a bit of an anti-business uh, sentiment among some quarters that, you know, success is suspicious, uh, profit is suspicious. Right. Uh, and we don't think that's true. We think businesses, you know, the right businesses can be a really progressive force. You see that with the B Corp movement yeah. uh, in New Brunswick. And I know, Greg, you're very active oh. in that. Um, so I think, you know, we think business can create opportunities, jobs and wealth for people that we need in this province. So we shouldn't be afraid of it. We should encourage it. Um, you know, and do, do, would you agree, though, that that we're also all in, and I would say all four of us, in unique positions to see a lot of the good happening? And I think that's, I wonder if that's part of the challenge, right? Because if you just look to traditional media, um, we're, we're going to hear not so, you know, like not so positive stories, or it's the, 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 the home run, right? The Radiant Six, but nothing else, right? And there's all this in between. And I know in, in you know, in what you do, Greg, and what both of you do, and what I do, we're, we're touching a lot of different businesses in, in how we make money. Because um, I know a number of years ago, I pitched the Telegraph Journal on the fact that, you know, what if I do a column once a month and I interview a leader? And, uh, and I'll call it Leadership Unleashed. And the response was, okay, let's see. Let's see if anyone will talk to you. And, oh, my God, I mean, there's a lineup of people because guess what? People do want to talk about what they're doing, not, not to say, look at me, I'm so great, to say, yeah, I, I, the, it's more like this is what I'm doing and it's possible here or anywhere and I'm happy to share this story if it inspires someone else because that's generally how I get people to talk about their businesses, right? What do you, like in terms of like, – and, and I guess that runs – uh, counter to the idea that, oh, we're so humble as New Brunswickers, we don't want to talk about it. But I, I'm just not finding that. I'm not, it's not, it's not, and it's not a case of humility or not. It's a, it's Maybe it's pride or something. I mean, are you guys experiencing any of that in terms of the people you're covering and interviewing and that kind of thing? Yeah, I see something of a generational shift, I think, going on in New Brunswick too. Because when I, you know, when I graduated from high school, from Miramichi Valley High School back in the day, you wanted to get a job with the government. You wanted to get a job with the power company or the phone company, right? Those were the good jobs. But the young people I talk to nowadays, I was at the Yes Atlanta conference uh, last week and, uh, and, and the other folks we were meeting with through, their, through the startup world, they're young, but they want to create their own jobs and they want to do things. And they're not shy about it, right? Mm. So, and they're not afraid to do it from here, but they realize that they have to be global, right? You can't build a business that just services the New Brunswick market in most things and survive. You have to be bigger than that. So I think you're right. I think there's a lot of entrepreneurial spirit uh, emerging now, and I think it's a good thing. I think it's long overdue. And uh, speaking of global, <clears throat> Huddle.today is very New Brunswick focused, but I would argue that it's very relevant in other markets outside of here. And we do have a, a pretty significant listening base that are, have never been to New Brunswick nor ever even heard of New Brunswick, except for these two guys here who keep on talking about New Brunswick. Um, what, can, what can you say, uh, Lisa, about Huddle today? And I know that there's a whole other side to your, your guys' story. There's, there's bonfire as well. But for Huddle specifically... Um, use this as an uh, opportunity to, to pitch the, st the localized stories that we have here to our outside audience because it's probably similar issues going on everywhere. Oh, no doubt. No doubt with the, uh, the changing landscape of media everywhere. It's not, not just happening here, of course. Um, it's happening everywhere. Um, we, we read several different publications that are, that are global, 
but we read the same story in all those publications. So it feels like there's a whole whack of content out there, but it's really a handful of the same stuff being shared among many sources. But what's really, I think, um, falling down is the hyperlocal. I don't think there is um, as big a voice anymore for um, for all sorts of things, not just business, but business in particular, I think, is suffering from this uh, kind of homogenization of media. Yeah, and, it's uh, the way it used to be. It was hyper-local. Then it was. Away from and, it. I mean, we've coming back to New Brunswick, um, even if through a snowstorm or any uh, a hurricane or something happening, to find out what's you know, if your if your local river's flooding or what's going on, you you have no way of finding out unless somebody posts it on Twitter or Facebook. There isn't actually news being covered in that area. So even if you go to all sorts of uh, um, aspects of hyperlocal, is being missed. I think. How how many like and I just maybe you guys have the answer for this, but this whole idea of hyperlocal and just covering local stories. I mean, um, I was talking to a guy in Fredericton last week. And, and I just want to throw this out to you guys, this question, because I, I, I was surprised by what he thought was the answer. But how many business reporters do we have that would be full-time business reporters in the province right now? I think they're all at Huddle. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not joking. Like, I don't, I don't think there are any dedicated beat business reporters left in the province. And there used to be quite and, a few. Well, so, and how, what, so how many were there, Alan? Like, oh, at I one think point? at the Telegraph Journal, there used to be five or six and uh, there, at one and, point. And there's none now. And there's none. And so, you know, and, and, and that's a tough business. I'm not being critical of other media because it is a, it's a tough racket right now. Um, but I think business is important. Um, and I think, you know, it's a gap in the, in the market and a gap that needs to be filled. I mean, and what's been interesting for us with Huddle is that, well, we're hyper-local. We're drawing visitors from all over the world oh, yeah. to hear those stories. Cool. So, and the McLean's piece was interesting because it got, you know, many tens of thousands of views. And a lot of those views were in Alberta. A lot of those views were in Toronto. Uh, so those are people that I, I'm guessing are probably expats that are living abroad that are feel like, okay, you know, here's something positive coming out of the Maritimes. How encouraging is that? Um, well, I, I just, you mentioned being from Miramichi. I just want to throw this out just so you, um, we have almost, we're getting close to 100 different interviews um, and we, we kind of, we can track obviously, and you guys would know this probably better than anyone, how many people are listening to which ones. And this is a, our most listened to podcast, Hal Summers, uh, who owns a few dealerships in Miramichi. We've, we've interviewed, you know, uh, an astronaut. And yet, his ability to tell stories, <laughs> and probably Ford Nation, not 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 of the Ford of the actual car Ford, um, you know, like incredible amount Rest of downloads. So so uh, Miramichi's being Miramichi, well represented. Yeah, man. represent Miramichi. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of that, I just we just uh, screened Millennial Dream in Miramichi at the Vogue Theater. Oh, what a spot, man! Like it, it was everything that I, I know the Paramount Theater could have been yeah. in our in our downtown. The guys that did a wonderful job bringing that thing back together. Um, we're coming close to the end, unfortunately, and I feel that, like many of our guests, we say we need to continue this conversation because we didn't even touch on the bonfire side. Uh, but why don't we do a, a, a quick introduction to this, and then I'm going to beg you guys to come back again. Um, we got off to a, a, a couple minutes of a late start, but um, throwing it back to you on your other, more the machine behind the organization, this is how you're, 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 you're making money, is through, through bonfire communications and storytelling. Let's, let's hear about, uh, about that and how, how that's going in this uh, very interesting market here. Well, Bonfire is three years old now, and it started with just Lisa and I, and we'll be up to uh, seven people with our next hire, which Great. we're recruiting for right now. So we're, 
you know, we're pleased with that. Um, we're very much a different kind of agency by choice, just having had the experience in various agencies over the years. We kind of know what works and what doesn't work. So um, we run the business a little bit differently. We focus on storytelling uh, as a key part of what we do, um, not the mechanics of marketing. It's really what's the story behind it. The and story fine. and and doing and yeah. the doing. We're big yeah. doers. <laughs> yeah, we, we work. Like we get yeah, stuff we, done. Yeah, every, um, everybody's a worker. Yeah. Uh, nobody's pushing anything around, any paper around, and billing crazy bills out yeah. to clients. And, and we bootstrap everything. We have, you know, it's all been you know our own money, uh, our own profits go back into the business to hire more people to launch Huddle. Um, so it's all it's you know we're 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 trying to be good entrepreneurs. How, how do people way. learn more about Bonfire or Huddle? I mean, I think Huddle is probably more obvious, but well, it's Huddle Huddle dot today and um, BonfireStories dot ca. Okay. You can check us out. Can I can I can I ask one more question, Greg? Would that be okay? Oh, Dave, uh, <laughs> you are the what, boss. Just in this moment in time, if for each of you, like, what is the most exciting hyperlocal story you can think of? to put you on the spot. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll hedge a little bit and say the startup community in New Brunswick uh, with, the, with the younger kids coming into UNBA in particular is really exciting to me. I see some really smart people, and there's an infrastructure in place now at the university and with groups like Propel, uh, Planet Hatch, Venn. They're doing really good stuff to help support that. I mean, it's, it's a long lead time to see those things come to fruition, but I look at those people and I think, wow, those are some smart folks doing some really interesting things. Cool. Yeah, I I, I guess I'd second that. Um, and Alan and I, um, I guess we're part of that first wave of of that spirit uh, with iMagic TV and uh, then Radiant Six and a very interesting interesting group of of um, inventors and and thinkers and uh, and uh, that startup entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, came out of there, so it's neat to see this passing through a new generation of people, yeah. and uh, and that that group growing and, and being built on and being supported and nurtured. I'm excited about Huddle Dot today. What about you, Greg? We're kind of huddling right now today. Yeah. We are. Uh, let's, let's bring it in. Here. Bring yeah. it in. <laughs> let's go for a hug here. <laughs> I, I would say this um, as my I guess my takeaway thought is um, there's a lot of power in the media and there's a ton of power in storytelling <clears throat> and the media is the people <laughs> you know and if we want to influence the stories that the people our community are, are speaking about we have to start telling the stories that we want to tell so why do we continue to tell the, the negative stories that are going to bring all of us down not ignorantly not we can't ignore challenging stories <clears throat> but i think if if we want to grow our communities and make them better places it's our responsibility to tell the positive stories as well. G give them the megaphone, and that's uh, exactly what I see what you guys are doing. So, uh, well, let's tell the full story. Yeah. The full tell story. the full hey, story. There you go. Yeah. Let's just let's tell yeah. the whole story. <laughs> and it's what you're doing, what you guys yeah. are doing with the podcast, Absolutely. and what you're doing with your films. Like, I think there is a group of people that want to see the difference, right? Yeah. And it's neat that you say that too, because this podcast we don't have a sponsor for. Uh, Millennial Dream, same thing. Fire TV. These are just scrappy things that we're just putting together because. It's passion at the end of the day. This is what we want to we create. Get we get it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. said with Huddle, you know, how are you going to make any money? It's like, well, we don't quite know yet, yeah. uh, but we know we want to do it. Yeah. And that's where we care about it. So we're going to do it. And there's a surprising appetite 
you know, I think for that, you know, if it's done right. And so, yeah, my takeaway would be similar to yours. I like, I like what you said about not necessarily cheerleading, but, you know, this kind of concept, I think that one of the things I learned from Good to Great, that wonderful book, is uh, confront the brutal facts. But, you know, that doesn't have to be the story. You know, there's there's something else there. And and, and then and, and I, I think it's okay to be, remain eternally optimistic as well. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much, guys. Thank and, you, guys. Uh, honestly, love to have you uh, come down again uh, in a few months so we can uh, do a touch, back, a touch a touch base one more time. We'll huddle again. Huddle again. Sounds, Sounds good. Great. All right, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Much. Bye-bye. See you guys. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.